This is Scott Johnson, artist of Extra Life at MyExtraLife.com, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. Versus the World Productions. What has been heard cannot be unheard. www.vtwproductions.com The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive! Do not panic, ladies and gentlemen. The casuals have taken control of the airwaves. This is Casually Hardcore, live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. If you wish to participate in today's show, please come to the website and choose chat at the top of the page. If you have a webcam, click on chat and video to join the video wall. If you want to do IRC chat, click on chat and you can use our web-based IRC client to join in the chat during the show. If you want to email the show, the address is ch at vtwproductions.com. That's ch as in casually hardcore at vtwproductions.com. And now... On with the show! For Sunday the 17th of June, 2012, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm Gnomewise. I'm Iolite. I'm Gnora. And I'm Grail. Booyah, sadly, poor Daxa. Yep, working. Work today. Slaving away. Yeah. Slaving away, bringing home to bacon. Yeah, make my money. Pay my bills. That's right. Pay my bills, woman. Mm-hmm. Be afraid, kids. Don't do drugs. <laughs> happy Father's Day. Yeah. Happy Father's yes. Day to happy all the dads yeah. listening. Yes. yes. Let's see, God, there has to be an appropriate... And the two dads broadcasting right now. That's right. Exactly. I would not be one of them. I'm pointing... <laughs> that we know That's of. That's not me. That's no not me. Hands it was off. Actually, actually very amusing this morning. Mm-hmm. Thumbelina and I went to church, and that's not the amusing part. I was going to say, what's Don't amusing go there. church? <laughs> Don't go there. And at the end of the, at the, end of the Mass, the priest says and i'd like to have all the fathers stand up at this point and so all the dads stood up and thumbelina leans over to me and goes if you stand up i'm gonna kick you in the balls <laughs> <laughs> i just started laughing started to get up yeah amen got an elbow in the ribs for my trouble <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> yeah it was pretty much you're in deep trouble if you stand up Way to go, yeah, probably would be because <laughs> we'd have a little bit of ooh, hey, <laughs> speculation. How you do? How you do? <laughs> no, sorry, I'm on MechWarrior Online, and they finally released the system specs, ah. minimum system specs. Mm. So, so MechWarrior yes. porn is what you're talking about. Yeah, this was <laughs> what's today, the 17th. This was Hello, Friday. Daddy. Yes, this was Friday <laughs> that they released this. So. Who's your daddy? 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 Um, something that's a, a result of Father's Day. I can play the appropriate. I was looking for an appropriate Father's Day drop-in. Here's one that's because I'm a father. Watchy had to play the fire. When was he ever that young? That was a while ago. Yeah. Yes, it was. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty cool that we have the recording of it, though. That is. We um, have to go play with fire. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Be afraid. Uh, it's pretty bad. Yeah, be I used to try and set. You know, it's those things, though. It's the you know pepper spraying the babysitter yes. and setting fire to the kitchen and calling Afghanistan. We're probably and, still on a watch list for you that. You know, I mean, it's he just, called Afghanistan. Yes. He did. Literally, he called nice. Afghanistan. He's probably on a terrorist watch list. Yes, we were. <laughs> well, it was really funny because we're just like, "What are you doing?" And we grab the phone away from him, and he's got a live connection to someone. We hang up the phone really quick. And we wait, and we get the bill, and it's a phone number in Afghanistan. Wow. 12-second call to Afghanistan. Not cheap either. Did you frame that? (laughs) (laughs) No. Shredded it and salted the earth around it. (laughs) It never happened. I don't recall, Your Honor. Oh. It was... But yeah, I mean, you've got this kind of list of stuff, and there are certain things that every now and then, you know, um, arch nemesis will do something, and I'll look at her, and I'll say, I'm telling your first boyfriend that. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just trying to put it away because uh-huh. I've got to remember that for all the times I need to embarrass her later in life. Oh, parents holy. develop that gland. As, as you lose your regular useful memory, you develop this storage thing yeah. for you know torturing your children later in Plus life. Plus they make these cool things called cameras. <laughs> what, what? Oh, they help yeah. out quite a bit. Who what? When you yeah. can get pictures of it. Yeah. But sometimes yeah, it's, it's just so quick. And Kid running around naked dancing in front of a television. We got that on Aridin. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't send it into your local Walmart for developing oh, no, or no, you'll be yeah, arrested. Yeah. For oh, child yeah. Pornography. Like, that, like that person right. who put their kids taking a bath on Facebook and got and contacted kids by taken away CBS. From them. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the world we live in now. Bastards. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it only took them nine months to get their kids back. Oh, that's not bad. Mm. Not much no, happens. No at that emotional time. scarring yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> so joining us in. Internet Relay Chat is our producer, nay, IRC rep, the one and only Barry Von Awesome. Barry White, save my life. If you are joining us live, and you should be because it is made of uniform amounts of win, awesome, and neato, send your personal messages to the aforementioned Barry VA, and he will bring them to our attention. Please don't PM the host directly during the show, because we tend to ignore the black void, because it makes for long pauses of... <laughs> oh yeah, we're doing radio. Right. <laughs> Pauses of silence. Yes. Awkward craziness. Awkward. That's not good. To set your brains in motion during this, the tangent section. Tangents are kind of a big deal. The listener participation call-in topic. Oh, the week is, has Apple jumped the shark? We had the Worldwide Developer Conference this week. Is that like a Fonzie reference? Yes. It is. <laughs> nice. Are you uh, not the, familiar with the term jumping the, the shark? No, okay. I've never heard the term. But what now, now you okay, wait, wait, wait. You are, you are too old, though. That term dates you now. Now it is nuking the fridge. It is nuking the fridge, but the fact yeah. that he doesn't understand what... Jumping the, the fridge at Indiana Jones reference. Yes, it is. There you go. <laughs> but you know, how you could be on the internet and that. not understand? I got it. But I you, got it right first try. No, you got it, but you don't understand what it implies. I oh, tried he does. something cool. No, no. What? That is the universal indicator for when a show has overstayed its welcome on television. Oh, really? Those later seasons of Happy Days when they had Fonzie yeah. jumping the shark is 
the wow, you should have canceled the show oh, two okay. seasons ago. So jumping the shark is when... Nuking f- the fridge. And, and, and now nuking the fridge is the new version of it because basically this was one movie too many, guys. You've gone too far milking your I, franchise. I'm just saying the... Uh I watched Happy Days when I was like five years old, and when he jumped that shark, it was cool as sh- you know. If you were an adult, yeah. you're wondering what the hell you were right, watching. Right, but I wasn't an adult when I watched it, so. No, you know, I, was, I was very young Are you sure you well. participate in pop culture and not understand nuking the fridge or jumping the shark? Wow. Anyway, I tangent, think he's just. Tangent. I think he's just, you know, playing with you. Possibly. It is kind of his way. No, actually, I've, I've not heard that term before. Wow, I am, I am honored yeah. to have yeah. introduced you to it. Oh, there you go. See? So, we're better than introducing him to some of the terms I get introduced to yeah. on this show. See, they, those are the terms <laughs> I know. <laughs> Money shot, baby. But anyway, yeah. the Apple Worldwide Developer Conference was this past week. This is when Apple's big platform right. for announcing all the juicy new goodness. And they announced iOS version 6. And they announced their super sexy new MacBook Pro with the Retina yeah. display built in. And pretty much absolutely nothing new or innovative. Everything was just an iteration of yeah. the previous generation. So it better. But it was screen. a lot of iteration. Lot of little, right. Yeah. But the, as far as, you know, can you tell me what about iOS, iOS 6 grabbed your attention and said, ooh, I got to have that? Oh, I, I don't think anything grabbed my attention to that level. Every release of their iOS before that has had something compelling. There's been Siri. There's been the debut of the Retina display on the iPhone 4. So a lot of people look around saying, yeah, that was a long laundry list of stuff. But when the iPhone came out, Steve Jobs in 07 said, it's five years ahead of its time. And compared to the other phones available at that time, oh, my God, yes, it was. Well, now it's five years in the future. Right. And Apple's not really ahead of the curve anymore in a lot of people's opinions. And that's the question I would ask you is, do you agree with this assertion that Apple is no longer innovating? They're just the same as everybody else. They've allowed everyone to catch up to them, and they haven't really found the next big thing. I think, they're, I think in August you'll see the next big thing. One would hope. Yeah. I think that's because you'll see the iPhone 5s, and you'll most likely, and you may even see the iTV at that point. Which may may be what pushes them into something new. Though, as that we saw at CES, there's a lot of companies that are trying the smart te- televisions. Right, so. but the fragmentation. I mean, Apple has right. a very strong basis ecosystem, in the yeah. ecosystem, and if you could just introduce your TV into that, right. that's many, that's big. And you that, look at their market share yeah. on the iOS devices, and that could be the next. We'll see. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, this one felt more like a housekeeping update. Yeah, where basically, we needed to do a lot of little things because, I mean, they updated the actual phone app on your phone right. like for the first time ever in since ever. it came out. So for them, that's like, wow, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's not revolutionary, but right. it's still, it's like, hey, yeah, give that a little love. It's been a while. I mean, some companies have come up with some well, decent ideas. Yeah, but there's, there's the if it ain't broke idea as well. Right, right. So, so that is your... Uh, calling topic as far yeah. as you know the the juggernaut that is Apple computer, which is you know the computer part is Apple gadget company now, and <laughs> it's just Apple. Yeah, pretty much. The you know are they grabbing your attention anymore, or are they now just kind of there and the accepted standard, but they're not really making you go ooh ah anymore like they used to when you first saw an iPhone and compared it to a BlackBerry. It's like holy crap! Oh yeah, this is something completely other. Are you still getting that off of them now, or is it more like, oh, okay, here's the next iteration, mm-hmm. a little bit shinier, a little bit faster, a little bit more memory? 
And that's really you want me to hold these comments of mine until, until the fourth half of the show. Yes. Okay. Well, I think in, I have in the third half here. we have a news story on it. So yes. We can it also really, talks we can about it. really jump into it and give our opinions. And I third wanted to plant, the, plant yeah. the seed in yeah. people's minds so they can be thinking about it and warm up their copies of Skype for the fourth half of the right. show. Yar and boo. Um, programmatic announcements: a reminder that next week we will not have a regular show. However, we have full day coverage on Saturday with Iolite and myself up in Salt Lake City of Nerdtacular 2012. So make sure you tune into that. There will be a special page to go to so we don't interfere with regular broadcasts of things like One Dumb Jock. So just go to the front page. I'll have a link through to the large video wall we're going to have up and the special player for tuning into Dur live coverage of Nerdtacular. Cool. And then we'll be traveling home some point Sunday, so there won't really be a show. Yeah. We're, Dax and I are going to be gone for the next two weeks. You're going to Chicago? Yep. Into Chicago. I was going to say, and we'll be gone next week, too, because we're going camping. Where are you headed? White Mountains. Ooh. Got to get me some of that. Mm-hmm. Mm. I will be fishing my brains out. You think? Oh, yeah. <laughs> only, only if you, like, get the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, that's the case. Up <laughs> my nose, like the Mayans used to do with their dead. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or the Egyptians or whoever the hell uh, it was. Yeah, that was Egyptians. But yeah. fishing, huh? Oh, yeah. Fly fishing, of course. It's a Gwenora thing. No, I know. No, I'm I getting a, I'm getting a look from Iolite, and I'm going, okay, why is she looking mm, at me like, like that? that. It's not quite a It's not quite a in the woods to his fiance and he's going to be fishing <laughs> his brains out. And I'm like, um, one track mind. Yeah, you have you that yeah, you're doing it wrong. Are you haven't you ever um, either that or fishing has become a euphemism. I was about to say, haven't you ever heard so. you've got a college education. I'm sure you've heard of the word euphemism. Um, That's yes. a new one on me though. Yeah. Do you have a college education as well? Well, I've heard of fishing for brown trout, but that's something entirely other. Yes, that is. Just and don't, not, uh, don't. Just the shark. Yeah, no, I'm not going <laughs> to jump the shark. There will be no jumping of sharks. <laughs> that is too funny. Oh, <laughs> Sambolina over in the corner I'll just save says, that. oh, Jesus. I'll save that for San Diego. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You're going straight oh, to hell for that one. Yeah, yeah. Well, Me, most of us. Him. Most you of all. us are going straight to hell. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. We'll save seats for you at the absolutely. bar. Absolutely. At least I'll have lots of company that I know. Oh, my goodness. So, um, right what along. else <laughs> has happened this week or is happening? Let's see. Yes, next weekend is Nerdtacular. That right. should be very, and very fun. Shortly after that in July, there's Wootstock 4.0, which I'm rather looking forward to. Yes, I'm Nerd excited about that out. as well. <laughs> Get nerdy con. <sighs> absolutely. Oh, yeah, so my um, Nexus 1 went for a little swim the other day. Don't. <sighs> Did it he now. He dropped his Nexus oh. 1 into the fish tank. Oh, wait, what? <laughs> the fish tank that he's cleaning in the kitchen. <laughs> I was literally using, like videotaping no, this? No, I was using the flashlight app <laughs> oh. to peer into the inner workings of the power head to see if I could perhaps salvage it. Uh-huh. And just fumble and bloop. <laughs> you do know they have these things called flashlights shut your face (laughs) (laughs) and and now wait wait so he takes it out and i don't i'm upstairs he comes upstairs accompanied by a lot of swearing and he throws himself down on the bed (laughs) and he goes oh i just dropped my nexus one in the fish tank (laughs) and i'm like looking at him going 
I hope someone has an iPhone I can borrow. (laughs) 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 And he's like trying to arrange to get a borrowed iPhone back that he can use his... uh, Google mm-hmm. account, his Google, Google phone voice. account. The beauty of Google Voice is it doesn't matter you know. whose phone you're on. Right. right. Ah. You just send it to whatever phone you wanted to go to and off it goes. So I did meet up with a client yesterday and they gave me their spare iPhone, got that all set up. But I had you know, popped the battery out immediately, followed right. all the rules, put it in a bowl full of rice. Yeah. Tipped at an angle so the water could find its way out through the, the buttons the and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um Fired it up today and it seems fine. Wow! wow. Literally, he it left had, it in the rice for two days. It had water, you know, like visibly the, a quarter of the way up the screen. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and so he he's got it down. Wow. And even yesterday, there was still some water in the screen. So he turned it to face the other way. Yeah. And, and started draining rice. it again in the rice, and everything literally covered in rice, and but at an angle, hmm. so the water would run. And uh, so powered it up this morning, and I think it cleaned the inside of the screen. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looks beautiful. Props to HTC. Yeah, for nice. making a pretty damn bulletproof. That we'll Nexus One has been a pretty solid phone for being one of the earliest Android phones yeah. out there. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we'll see if there's you know, signs of long-term problems. Although interestingly, <laughs> this is an iPhone that he had borrowed before uh-huh. when there was a problem with his Nexus or he oh, was so testing I was, I was it or just something. Experimenting yeah. to see if I could make the transition yeah. to iOS yeah. and not lose my all my features. Right. Yeah, except for the fact that, you know, he jailbroke it. Well, duh. And this time when he jailbroke it, it remembered that he had jailbroken yeah. it the first time and loaded up all his stuff that he had last time. Oh, I hadn't cool. realized that the Cydia <laughs> app store yeah. remembers, you. remembers your unique device ID. Oh, cool. So as soon as I reconnected and re jailbroke, it said, oh, hi, here's your copy of my Y that you bought. Oh, nice. Like, okay, you guys rock. Yeah. So now I'm torn because I really managed to get the iPhone 4 to the point where it pretty much does everything hmm. that I needed to. Now that they have, when I last did it, they did not have the untethered jailbreak for ios 5 so every time you rebooted the phone it had to be connected to your computer slightly inconvenient right right in the intervening time they've come up with the untethered version where just 5.1.1 just works cool just in time for six to be on the horizon right of course um updates updates but now the nexus one appears to be off its last elbows and back in service so this thing cracks me up it perhaps won't be necessary so if you ever do drop your phone in water, uh, disassemble it immediately, pack it in uncooked uh, white rice. White rice. Yes, you don't want it lying. You don't want brown rice. You want the white rice that'll help pull the water out of it. Yeah. So try and tip it so that the water may flow towards any available openings. Leave it there for a few days, turning it occasionally, and there's some hope that that's. I had always known of that technique, but I'd never had occasion to try it until yeah. the other day, and it seems to right. have worked. We'll see. Yep. It'd be interesting to take a look and see exactly what is um, dissolving inside the <laughs> the phone so that in another True. three weeks it stops, it frazzles. And, goes, and that could actually and the, happen. And the smoke comes out and then you're done. That's the other interesting thing is, you know, companies like Apple have moisture sensors in several locations inside their devices. So if you bring it in the service for service, yeah, just stop working. They crack it and say, okay, you tripped all four moisture sensors, sir. This thing's been submerged. Thank you very much. You're on your own. Good night. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if uh, HTC has a similar, basically it's little chemical pads. That right. When they, the problem is if you're just sweaty, 
or just or just live in a high humidity area, mm-hmm. you can trip these things. <laughs> that should be one of their first questions, Ew. sir. Are you an extremely sweaty man? <laughs> do you look at me. Do you suffer from what is that called? Um, uh, there's a hyper something rather that, that yeah. where you sweat the sticky incessant. icky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're creeping crud. Right. Um, um, is this your I can't remember anti-darthing that. technique? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Props to you. That is awesome. Am I darthing? Is that it? Yes. Gwenora, is that so that I don't have to listen to it? Gwenora, you're snoring and you're yeah. awake. We need to build you like a little nose shield over your mic. No, it's we don't need awesome. to do that. My hand is yeah. working. It's fine. <laughs> the Gwen shield. <laughs> Ray shield. The specific. It goes, yeah, Ray it goes, it's a little headset that he just lowers down. <laughs> But with the blast shield down, I can't even see the remote. <laughs> I, no, I see, smell it like no, this. no, no, no. See, the whole problem is if I, if I suddenly decide that I need to sneeze, <laughs> in that mm-hmm. you can target it. <laughs> that would be all right. <laughs> That's <laughs> just too bad. I can do that by just tilting my head back. Oh, right. terrible, terrible, <laughs> area terrible. Effect. Yes. Yeah. It's an area of it's effect. It's an area, baby. <laughs> yep. <Spell>. Right. <laughs> bah! I'm covered in Mike bogies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could make banks selling those on the internet. Genuine, genuine. Okay, Quinora's I'm not. just going to remind you of the Reddit video you found the other day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, ew. The disgusting he thing. He calls me over and him. says, look at this. No, you <laughs> came over of your own volition and said, what you watching? It's like, you sure you want No, no, that? no. You said, do I re- did I ever do that? Well, the working in my dad's medical office, he asked me if I'd ever seen a cyst removal, and I said, "Of course, of course I, I assisted." My dad with was a dermatologist. That's all we did. <laughs> no, that's not all we did. No, but it was a significant. But portion. it was. <laughs> yes. So yes, we spent the evening watching a few mm. videos like that. Well, not the whole evening, but a few minutes of it. Ah, uh, YouTube. But uh, it was nothing apparently to people removing epic snots from other people's noses. It was a medical procedure. Oh, yeah. There was, I, I had watched That's one That's the one I was, was referring to. The ENT video of the forceps going up the guy's nose and coming out with, oh, I don't know, something about that big. Like, wow. That big. That, that translate well over the radio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it comes out. That was for all of you big, guys. Yeah. Very, much larger than you would expect to possibly come out of someone's right nostril. Gotcha. Um, yeah. It's the gross episode. We're going to name this one the disgusting episode. I just, I just imagine... The relief that man okay. must be feeling of. Uh, oh. I will remind you that Nemesis, and I think this was when we were doing radio, so oh, yeah. we probably discussed it on the air the at pee. some point. Um, Nemesis took a very large, very fresh pee when he was about um, three years old and I remember stuck that. it up his nose. Ooh. And we had to drive him to the ER. Um, and have them strap, urgent care rather, right. and have them strap him down because he was not in the mood to have anyone touch his nose. Oh, I'm sure. And they had to go after it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because it, was, it was all the way up there. Yep. And um, it was uh, disconcerting, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> learning experience. Parenthood. <laughs> Please do not go up the nose. And this is one of those things where people at work had taken me out for my birthday when I got the phone call and I'm like, he did what? Could you repeat that one more time? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like and they're listening rare? to the size of it. And I'm like, okay, <sighs> as soon as I get back to work and can get my car, I'll come get him. Uh, <laughs> it's like one of those. And I'm going to lose an entire afternoon of work for this. Over a, a pee. pee. <laughs> uh, I will say it again. 
parenthood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Appropriate people conversation are, for fathers. People Day, who are not parents do not understand at all. Or, or maybe people who are parents of sensible children who don't stick peas up their nose don't understand either. I don't think any of those exist. Okay, I, I'm going to say that I don't think there's a single child out there that hasn't done something excruciatingly stupid across the course of their it's lives. It's not stupid. It's inexperienced. They learn. Right. Like, hey, I won't do that again. Right. Yeah. Like Alexa. Um, I don't know. I did, stuck her fingers couple, in the door the, uh, the last uh, time. I don't know. I've done a couple of things like that as an adult. <laughs> did you oh, learn? Oh, please tell. <laughs> well, tell. There was the time that I was extremely drunk. And <laughs> and that's how every adult story starts. Yes, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I want to try you can all you can all relate with this. I was extremely drunk. I was at a friend's house, and and I was dehydrated, and I was getting a headache. So I took some, drank a little water, took a couple of Tylenol, Tylenol, and uh, then got sick again, mm. and had an aspirin. Lodge in one of in my right nostril. Oh, because oh. it decided to not come, back, come up. back up. Yeah. The other one came out fine. That one somehow ended up in my nose. Oh dear. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. Okay. We're not doing that now again. Now I know what Tylenol smells like. Yes. It was. It was. Yeah. Yes. Tylenol and puke. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. My buddy's ex girlfriend. That's. I'm still friends with her, and that's still one of her favorite stories <laughs> about me. Yes, but I had a. Uh, um, a, a similar experience with someone who is who is um, near and dear to me, um, Niles. Yes. And uh, he was very drunk as a college student at that point and um, put um, chicken bouillon. bouillon cubes in his oh, nostrils I've heard that and story. ears. No, mm. the Tylenol went in the ears. Oh, that's right. Yes, the it was Tylenol the Tylenol in the ears. And, that's right. uh, and he walked around for the next week going, <gasps> do you, do you smell chicken, chicken soup? soup? <laughs> <laughs> it was just... Wow. Yeah. I was trying to convince him to get them out of his nose before they really started disintegrating. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. And these are the sorts of things that you remember mm-hmm. as an adult. Because he's 42 now. <laughs> what? Uh, something like that. Or so you, when you're drunk, you have this. Hey, wait! I'm having one of those things. You know, a headache with pictures. An idea? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stick bullion cubes up my, my nose. nose. Right, right. Yes. Yep, this what is a the great idea. idea. Seems like yeah. a good idea at, at the, the time. time. Yeah. Grunting. Well, I had the. Um, I will admit, though, that I have been looking over Nomwise's shoulder quite a bit as he's been um, flipping through Reddit lately. I haven't been spending a lot of time on Reddit myself, but I've been. It's a time killer. Um, you know, and the one that I saw recently that cracked me up quite a little bit was the guy who walked by um, a, a thing laying on his couch, sleeping on his couch, and he walked by it twice before he realized it wasn't his cat. It's a raccoon. Whoa! Nice. Came in his house. I actually saw one of those about three weeks ago, mm-hmm. in the middle of Tempe, those mm-hmm. are running across the mean street. Little buggers. I had too. never oh, seen. Yeah, no, I mean, my uncle used to rats. have one as a pet back oh, wow. when I'm in Michigan when I was a kid, uh-huh. named Rocky. Uh-huh. <laughs> I seriously never. I know they're here, but I'd never actually seen a raccoon in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. And I saw this thing in the over by the I-10, uh-huh. running across the street, and it was behind me. I was like. 
I turned around. I was like, was that a Because it looked like kind of a dog, but it ran funny. Right. And that was what caught my eye. I was like, was that a raccoon? And I turned around and caught it going into an enclosure for a garbage dumpster. And I was like, oh, that's a raccoon. Oh, I was just amazed. I'd never seen one in Arizona before. Yep. So. Well, it has lots of predators down here. I'm thinking mm-hmm. a coyote pack would go nom, after nom, it. Nom. Uh, the, the oh, I'm owls, sure, yeah. The great uh, It was a little big for it. an owl. This thing was huge. Great horned owls will pick up a 30-pound dog. I mean, the, this the, was big big, the big owls yeah, will this pick was, up a 30-pound This, this was not something that a, that a, okay. a hawk or an bigger, owl is going to be Bigger picking. than 30 yeah, pounds. This uh, thing was junkie. not going to He's be. going into a garbage dump. He's living oh, large. Oh, yeah, he was living very large. Yeah, he was not. Yeah, he was not. This Coyotes, yes. This, an owl, no. Yeah, not even close. All right, this is... National. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Mitchell Omaha's Wild Kingdom. <laughs> live. Yeah, no kidding. You are listening to Casual Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio. Got some mini bosses queued up for you. The end of the first half of the show is upon us. We shall return right after this. This show is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment on the Internet. With over 85,000 programs for more than 1,000 content providers, including leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, entertainers, magazine and newspaper publishers, and business information providers. Audible customers can also have their Audible content wirelessly delivered to their smart mobile devices daily, even while sleeping, taking the computer out of the equation. To find out more, visit vtwproductions.com and click on the audible.com advertisement on the left-hand side. Or visit audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions. New customers in the United States and Canada will receive a free audiobook download when they sign up via that link. audiblepodcast.com forward slash vtwproductions.
finally, there's a place on the internet where geeks and sports fanatics can come together and, in fact, be the same person. Listen to One Dumb Jock with worldwide sports news and opinions hitting all your favorite playing fields. Football, baseball, rugby, basketball, hockey, real football, and even college news. Check out One Dumb Jock only on Versus the World Productions, vtwproductions.com. This is Danielle Corsetto from Girls with Slingshots, and you're listening to Versus the World Radio. I hope you have a drink handy. Geeks in a Gaming World. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Geeks in a Gaming World. That would be us here now. Yeah. Hmm. So, Grail, as this is your primary area of expertise, since you seem to manage to have more time than the rest of us to actually game, you bastard. You monster. I make the time. Uh, <laughs> Everybody can make the time to do whatever they want. It's just it's all a matter of what you make time for. <sighs> you know, you could have gamed, but you chose to watch videos of people sticking things up their noses. That was your choice. <laughs> From their noses. Okay, well, they, they had to stick stuff up to true. pull it out. True. So, yeah. Step one, See? insert. Step it's two. It's all a matter of priorities. Step Not three, more time. profit. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, in the world of, oh, my God, shocking, another major company is uh, overworking its employees. Oh, oh my Shocking. This time, Capcom apparently is the culprit where their uh, main man, Ono, behind the Street Fighter series, mm-hmm. which is one of their cornerstone games, has basically come out with a very strange interview where he tells the interviewer, I can't say that they're overworking me, so I want you to make the title of this article, Capcom Overworks Ono. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if you understand how this works. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're going to get the message. Yeah, it's like, eh, they might read the article, though. So, I mean, and again, much like we've seen from EA... And um, I know EA has been the big one for this. Activision has also gotten some flack, obviously, yep. with, especially with the in- Infinity Ward uh, debacle. Um, so, but he kind of went on to say that, you know, he actually, this guy, Ono, actually had a, he fainted mm-hmm. and went to the hospital with a heart condition and had to skip week, work for a week, got back, and he had plane tickets for Rome on his desk, basically, like, you need to go out now and promote because Street Fighter vs. Tekken had just come out. And, you know, he's like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I, they're, like, they're trying to kill me. Yeah, like his schedule was just chocked full as soon as he got, as soon as he showed back up in the office, it's like, okay, back the to the grind. So, uh, you know, it's kind, of, it's kind of sad. But, I mean, at the same time, you're happy to see such a rise of indie games where hopefully that's not quite the case. There's the a little Kickstarter better. effect plus, like, the Humble Bundle right. promotional tool and just, just independent game developers rising to the challenge the leveling of the playing field that just direct internet distribution brings, it brings us wonderful things like MechWarrior. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That it does. Um, but you look, I've seen uh, behind the scenes videos of video game production, especially in the, in the Japanese uh, d- dev houses, where it is normal during crunch weeks, which is the many weeks leading, time. Yeah. leading up to release, they build little forts under their desks right and crash 
to sleep for a couple hours while code is compiling right. or rendering and they live you know they they don't leave the office for weeks right and whole no. departments do this they they actually i mean yes they don't leave and um a lot of the places will set up and they'll have a little area that here's the dark room and it's mm-hmm. got the cots in it and you go in there and you crash and a lot of them will have and there's a shower down the hallway and you can go and and you just basically they just crash and they're bringing in pizza and they're bringing in they're feeding them but the reality is that Crunch time happens for a ton of different reasons, but the reality is the industry is so new still that it doesn't know how to deal with all of the things that come up that delay and create issues with project management and create flow issues and things like that. And so the other this is one of the reasons why when people want to get married and have kids, many times they leave the game industry. Yeah. Because they can't participate in that anymore. Because they sure. just it doesn't well, work in their lives anymore. And to be devil's advocate, the more cynical way of looking at it is the industry is addicted to this kind of forced labor because it is a huge money saver for right. them to slave drive their people to produce a ridiculous amount of content in a short time under the guise of, oh, it's crunch time, people. Yeah. And they get a game to release and they pay a relative pittance for it because it is done in a short time number of hours and oh hey they pay by the hour oh yeah or they're on salary and it doesn't matter at that yeah point. they're salaried or they're their most of their compensation is going to come from bonuses for the launch of the game right so so know. it may simply be a combination of these things where the industry is addicted to this because from an economic standpoint they don't want to not they don't they don't want to develop sensibly over a long period of time because it's more expensive to do it that way sure and and so you have major re- public publication houses that are basically setting financial goals each quarter, and right. so they're basically sorry their whole uh, they have to do projections based on okay this game is going to deliver in quarter three if it doesn't deliver We're our stock gets hammered right. and so yeah it's it's a vicious cycle yeah the really big ones and you've, I mean a lot of these guys depending upon where they're at they're exempt employees so they're salaried right which means that slave it, driving can occur yes. Um, I just, I think that, you know, the industry's getting better at it. The industry's getting better at not doing it. The industry's getting better at their project management. Well, I hope that shining skills. a light on it getting, will help too. You know, yeah. well, and, and the problem is, is that the, as people leave the industry, they take that wisdom with them. So the industry loses a lot of really good game designers and game programmers and game artists because... They've treated them so poorly that they just can't do it anymore. So yeah. even though they're really passionate but about it's, it, they it's, just can't. It's mixed because you look at uh, an Activision that basically goes, "Well, let's churn out, multi, you know, Call of Duty three, four, whatever you want to call it. I mean, how and put a couple little iterations into it. Do you and, need, and do you need forward-thinking people to to churn out another one of those? And we keep lining up and paying from the yeah, and they still make a ton of money. So from, why would you change from their studio heads? They may go, well, yeah, you can leave because yeah, we don't need a new IP at this time. So go ahead. No, they're developing their own version of what Hollywood does the whole the whole sequel sequel bit yeah. idea of it's guaranteed to make a certain percentage of its predecessor, whether it's crap or not. Yeah. Um, so it's par- partially our fault as consumers for lining up to buy the crap and not demanding more from our right creators. Right, for sure. All right, here's a fun one from the aforementioned Reddit. 
I've been playing the same game of Civilization 2 for almost 10 years. I'm reading that right now. <laughs> this is interesting. This is the result. <laughs> I don't play Civ at all, but this is really kind of cool. So here's, uh, this actually makes me want to play Civ. When, after I read that, I was like, oh, God, I missed this game. I need to dust off this <laughs> yeah. game. So Barry VA will link it, and we'll have it in the show notes. But here's a summary of this guy's commentary from Reddit. I've been playing the same game of Civ 2 for 10 years. Though long outdated, I grew fascinated with this particular game because Civ, by the time Civ 3 was released, I was already well into the distant future in Civ 2. I then thought that it might be interesting to just see how far into the future I could get and see what the ramifications would be. Naturally, I play other games and have a life, but I often return to this game when I'm not doing anything and carry on. The results are as follows. The world is a hellish nightmare of suffering and devastation. <laughs> There are three remaining supernations in the year 3991 AD, each competing for the scant resources left on the planet after dozens of nuclear wars have rendered vast swaths of the world uninhabitable wastelands. How uplifting! That's awesome. Thank you, Sid. <laughs> oh, it gets, it gets even better. You have to read the rest of this. The ice caps have melted over 20 times somehow, due primarily to the many nuclear wars. As a result, every inch of land in the world that isn't a mountain is inundated swampland, useless to farming, most of which is irradiated anyway. As a result, big cities were a thing of the distant past. Roughly 90% of the world's population at its peak 2,000 years ago has died either from nuclear annihilation or famine caused by the global warming <laughs> that left absolutely zero arable land to farm. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's pretty funny because it goes on and it, it, it basically talks about the fact that there are only the only two governments left are two theocracies mm. and myself, a communist state. Right. <laughs> he wanted to stay a democracy, but the Senate would always overrule him when he wanted to declare war before the Vikings did. This <laughs> would delay Vikings. this would delay my attack and Look render my Pusar. turn and often my plans useless. And of course the Vikings would then break the ceasefire like clockwork the very next turn. So he basically says he had to therefore do away with his democracy about a thousand years ago because it was endangering his empire. And now he has to deal with guerrilla uprisings in the heart of his empire every few years, which sap his resources from the war effort. My, my favorite line so. is, uh, you know, after we try a 1700-year war, the three remaining nations have been locked in an internal death struggle for almost 2,000 years. Peace seems impossible. Every time a ceasefire is signed, the Vikings will surprise attack myself or the Americans the very next turn, often with nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Damn you, Pussar! Even when the UN forces a peace treaty, so I can only assume that peace will come only when they're totally wiped out. Yeah, it's <laughs> just it's like, like it's not mutually just assured destruction; it's destruction. And he actually goes on at the bottom to ask, like, you know, give me some tips of where to go because right now I just we we're in a standstill. And, they, and he's like, the he big, wants to end the war. The biggest tip they give him is. Uh, you need to switch to a fundamentalist. Yes. Yes, uh, I'm reading that right now. <laughs> yeah, become fundamentalist because happiness, you know, the, everybody becomes happy then mm -hmm. at that point. And you can actually start dedicating some time and resources to building some engineers to uh, clear away some of the pollution yeah. and actually make farmable land again. Yeah, it says change of fundamentalism. I remember this was bad for research, but you don't need it now anyway because right. he's got everything. Yeah. But the people will stop hating you and you'll have more coin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, that that's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm reminded of one of my, I've said this before on the air, uh, my, one of my favorite lines from Douglas Adams is that, but then again, there are always people who will overdo things. Right. And sometimes we have need of them. This guy is one of them. Yes. yes. 
Thank you for that. Also, it's a testament to the, the design of the game engine where it didn't hit any kind of condition where it couldn't figure things out right. anymore. Like, it, you can just keep going? Well, yeah, and that one of the things that he says in this is that when Civ 3 was released, he was already, in the, in the, the timeline for his original Civ 2 game, he was already for, further forward in the timeline than Civ 3 was. Right. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting. I was yeah. like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. No, they, uh, yeah, it's a, it not only is it a testament to the game design, but it's a testament to how either he kept this on one machine mm-hmm. or he managed to keep the save game, file yeah. and keep it going for 10 years. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> I remember back when Io and I were dating in college, I got her massive 486DX right. machine going and had installed Windows 95 yeah. off the stack of floppies when it released. Oh, nice. Ooh. And then had also installed Civ 2 on this thing off the stack of floppies. <laughs> and remember playing Civ 2 and just remember thinking it was quite something. Yeah. You know, on that 486DX266. Just hauling. Oh, yeah, baby. That's right. Yeah, they have a huge threat on this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now it's hilarious. Switch to fundamentalism. <laughs> do it. Do it now. <laughs> That's very interesting. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so props to you, Reddit man. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was an awesome post. You can see where there's some good things there. <laughs> what? I was looking at the uh, at the uh, development <laughs> thread, mm-hmm. and MacBit has changed his avatar again. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, boy. It's back to the original one with the... The, the butt Mac top. butt. The butt. Yeah, yeah, the Mac butt. Yeah. Now yeah. with Retina display, he's added to it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So I have to admit, some of the quick memes are getting me. Um, scumbag parents mm-hmm. that go with scumbag Steve and right. good guy Greg. Good guy Greg. Um, so the, the meme is, wakes up at 6 every day of the year. Christmas, 1 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> scumbag parents. Like scumbag parents. <laughs> so... Also from the Geeks in the Gaming World thread, shocker, we call this. Yeah. The Old Republic may go entirely free to play. Yeah. What a surprise. Not shocking after their reported drop of subscribers. Um, Why they didn't launch. Well, they, they could have launched because it was such a franchise and because it was Bioware. I think they, they had the luxury of trying the pay-to-play model yeah. and, and reaping that money. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they didn't make money doing that. Right. They got a, quite a bit of cash. But they've probably done the math at this point so we will make more money yeah. with the premium pay model. I'm, I'm sure they're looking at that as a, uh, you know, the streams that are being done with things like Dungeons & Dragons Online was one of the first ones to go, but a lot of games now have moved over. Sony apparently has turned it into an art form with yeah. their whole free worlds and basically the majority of their MMO content, if not all, I think at this point is free to play in some form. Right. And you know, failing franchises like Star Trek Online turned into sustainable models yeah. when they changed them to free to play so that is probably the way of the future. Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, the game itself is still quite a bit of fun. I yeah. still enjoy playing it. I just haven't had uh, as much of a chance. Or, you know, obviously, I've dedicated more time to like Diablo and a couple other mm-hmm. games. But it's, I mean, it still works well. I think 
they're they've opened up server transfers so they've actually got populated servers again ah. where because they launched with like 60 servers or something i mean it was an insane Optimistic. amount and well they really wanted to keep like we don't want lag it's like well that's cool you don't want lag but you also don't have any people <laughs> right <laughs> small trade off uh yeah yeah it's not and, and you're burning your resources really quick when you right. don't have that many people it's mm-hmm. like just keeping that kind of stuff running and much like wow because you have two factions you'd have lopsided servers right so right. you ended up like i know on the server we were on like the imperial fleet you'd go there and there's like 200 people any given time of the day sitting around just the imperial fleet you go to the republic feet and it's like there's 50 people here oh my god what's going on there must be an event (laughs) i mean other than that he's like 10 11 so hopefully that'll you know get some balanced populated servers and then they have other things that really you could argue should have been in there at launch, um, looking for group app, you know, small details, yeah, things that we've got cross used to server having. PvP, yeah. you know, that those type of things that really join uh, join people together, which you know, uh, Blizzard put in first, and it works really well. <laughs> but you think you know how far into the game dev cycle they were before they put those things in? I mean, they were three expansions in before LFG, yeah, and. You know, the, the newer cross-server LFG and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was from Game Informer. Uh, just the some of the details from the free-to-play idea for Old Republic. We found out during E3 last week that the Old Republic's first 15 levels are going to be playable without the need to sign up for the game's monthly fee. There you go. According to Emmanuel Lusinski, the game's lead designer, that may be just the beginning of Tor's experimentation in the world of free-to-play gaming. Right. So they're dipping their toe in. See what happens. Same idea of first one's always free. Sure. You can do up to level 20 on WoW. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. the free-to-play, it's the free-to-try model. And, and, you know, with Star Wars, it may work it's even better because of the storyline they have. Right. Freemium. Yeah, they'll yeah. addict you to the story. Yeah. Get you to level 15. Like, I want to find out what next. next. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That could actually work a lot better for them. Right, right. Instead of, like, the wall of text of WoW. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, of course, Diablo 3's auction house for real money has gone live. In the U.S. Somehow... People still play, and, and it's it wasn't the Ar- Armageddon that Armageddon. A lot of people thought it would be. Um, but you know, apparently, it's launched without any major incidents, theft, or, or yeah, yeah, you know, uh, um, gold farming, right, or, or any, hacking, yeah, anything major that would be a, a detriment to it. So it works. I haven't personally even gone to look at it yet. Um, I've heard though. Uh, reading some posts of people, I think even on our forums have said they managed to get people. To s- they've sold items for 150 wow dollars. So, and I don't know if that's one Impressive. that they're going to pull down to their accounts. I know then Blizzard takes a cut, or if they're just going to leave it as Blizzard bucks or whatever they call it. I know it. you have to bind your PayPal account to it, um, but we'll see. Yeah. After a few day few delays, the real money auction house. This is from also from Game Informer. The real money auction house for Diablo 3 is live in the Americas. Today, players can now buy and sell weapons and items for cash. And Blizzard has posted a handy guide as well as frequently asked questions to get you started. And that's pretty much the, the, that's the entire article. Right. Okay, it's there. Yeah. There we'll you go. It. Go knock it out. <laughs> yeah, so. And scene. Right. <laughs> uh, so what, what were you mentioning before about MechWarrior? Yes. You're going... <laughs> Oh, they're actually they've pushed back the release date. No, <laughs> to, Ar- and this after to August. We, and this after we complain about overworking employees. No, no, no. Let's be clear. No, <laughs> and I, me personally, I don't think it's a really big deal. Hang on, I have to get to the homepage because this I gives was, me time to play this anyway. No! 
And to that I respond, I've waited 10 years for this. Two more weeks isn't going to kill me. Silence! Um, but there's an official developer update on the website um, from Russ Bullock, who's the president of Piranha Games Incorporated. And basically what they explain is that uh, it, he explains about the founder program, which releases Tuesday, hmm. the day after my birthday. Yay. Um, Happy old And birthday. thank you. And uh, they list the system requirements, so I have to look at my system and see if I'm actually going to even be able to play this. <laughs> and some other, I mean, some other stuff. But the nice thing about it is that they're they're making progress, cool, which is a good thing. So is it is it a launching only on PC or is it going to be Mac? And no, Mac? it's launching only on PC. Oh. And as of right now, they don't have any plans on port. To port. porting over to Mac. So why you have bootcamp, which is why I have bootcamp, right? And why I have to call Best Buy back. Thank you for reminding me because I never got your keys. Never got my keys. Still haven't heard from them. And they have your kind money. of forgotten about it, and they have my money. So that's on the top of the list tomorrow after I drop my truck off at the mechanics mm-hmm. is to call them and say, "WTF over? Yeah, it's been quite some time, and I never heard from you. So you have my money, and I want my product. I want my key. Damn it! Right. So." So, yeah, they're making progress, and, you know, I expect, Great you know, it's better than things like, I don't know, Blizzard saying, uh, we have no idea when we're going to release it. When it's done. It's been pushed back, but we don't know how long it's going to be pushed back. At least guys, these guys are saying August 7th, you'll be able to get into it. Right. So they're using, I guess, with the closed beta, they're trying to get to 10,000 players. Oh, cool. And then they're going to go, and they're still working on that. They should have that in a couple of weeks. And then they said, then they're going to go to closed beta 2, and all the people with the Founders Program are going to have access to that. Nice. And then go from there. The only question I have is, are you going to be selling a limited number of the Founders Program, which I'm guessing they are, which means do I need to be up at 6 a.m. on Tuesday to be able to get my copy of it? Right. So that's my and that's my only thing. Hmm. Are they actually, do you know, are they selling in stores? Is this only going to be? I think it's only going to be online. They haven't. Okay. That's what I'm looking for because they haven't said anything about it. So I'm not entirely sure how that's going to work. I'm guessing it's going to be on the website. So yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know how exactly that's going to play. Indie game dev, baby. Yeah, yeah. The way God intended. Exactly. Excuse me. So the way pe- there are people already I mean, complaining. Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. At, I'm looking at a thread on the forums. This is minimum requirement blues. And then it says this is just a joke thread. Try not to. Not a place to try to flame the devs for daring to advance gaming technology. Yeah. <laughs> and so the very next, the very next guy puts on there. That's what you get for not buying top of the line three years ago. Ha 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 ha. Hmm. And so, yeah, well, see, there's trolls flaming anyways. Because then there's you didn't meet minimum recommended. If minimum, how are you playing any game designed in the last four years? <laughs> Dang. Yeah. So the, the the trolls are out in force. Well, that was one of the fun uh, scumbag Steve memes that I saw on Reddit the other day, which was. Says he pirates games because he's poor. Has $2,500 gaming rig. Right. Yes. Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, clarify poor, step two. Yeah. Poor because he spent $2,500 on a gaming, gaming rig. Right. You're too poor. But I digress. He took the leftover from his uh, student loans in college and used it to buy the gaming uh, so rig. It was like, yeah, I can't poor. pirate a processor, but I can pirate a game. I still... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I still laugh when I see Microsoft's, and they appear to do this every year now, the buy a laptop for school, get a free Xbox. Oh, yeah. We're going to help you get your education and not get educated all All at the same same time. time. That's right. 
what, one of these things is not like the others. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Time for another break with a little more mini-bosses for you guys. You are listening to Casually Hardcore Live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. Our RSS feeds are created and maintained by RSS feed creator from JitBit Software. They have a widget for all occasions. Check them out on the web at www.jitbit.com or follow the link from our front page. We shall return right after this. Versus the World Radio uses Typefrag Ventrilo servers. Try them out for free at www.vtwproductions.com. Once you've experienced their incredible sound quality of their high availability worldwide servers, sign up for your own vent server at typefrag.com. Use promo code VTW for a special deal. Try on all of their fantastic features, such as their money-back guarantee, instant setup over the internet, web-based control panel, live chat support, and servers based around the world, so you can always find one that is near to where you like to play. Versus the World uses Typefrag, and so should you. www.typefrag.com, promo code VTW.
listening to VTW. 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 Productions. 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 Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. Versus the world radio. Researched chaos. Casually Harker continues live on Versus the World Radio, VTWProductions.com, into the Research Chaos segment, where we are very thankful to our all-volunteer research team. This week, the thread was named, A Blunderbust Internet Affair. Okay. Okay. As named by Deus Ex. Contributors to the thread this this year, well, I'm doing well, this week, Woo-hoo. include... The aforementioned Deus Ex, Ursa Heel, Aid, The Barry Von Awesome, Fangs with a Z, and it's a Z, what makes it cool, MacBit, not to be confused with MacButt, and now there's a MacButt avatar on the forum, now with Retina Display. Mm-hmm. And sneaking in with just a couple of links so I can say his name, Boba Fetish. Boba Fetish. Thank you all for your contributions. We greatly appreciate it. And weeded out from the large number of links, Grail has put into the spreadsheet the following. The first one, and most important of all. (laughs) No. (coughs) I disagree. Burger King gives us the bacon sundae we always wanted but were afraid to ask for. I have to agree with that. This bacon ice cream, Ugh. horrible, bacon. lovely cream. M- monstrosity. There's horrible about it. There's a lot. Well, okay. This is what's horrible about okay, it. The numbers are horrible. It has 510 about it, but, calories, God, 18 grams of fat, and 61 grams of sugar, and that probably won't stop people from eating it. Which mm-hmm. I would agree because it actually comes with oh my God, fudge, caramel, crumbled bacon, and a full piece of bacon. Mm-hmm. Full strip of bacon sticking into the top of it from the. From the picture, anyway. Yeah, and it's hard to get a good idea of exactly how big this cup is, but I mean... And from the picture, it's not... You can see there's a spoon by it, and it has a full thing of bacon in, about half of it sticking out, so mm-hmm. it's it's a decent amount. It's got a decent amount of bacon in there, it's yeah. It's not bad. And I, I'm, I'm, well, I would defer to, I don't want to even try... Like, I can see the maple, maple bacon donut. I right. can see that. I can't see this. I actually can't picture these flavors combining. I, I don't actually want chocolate and bacon I together. I can see it. Because yeah. the caramel is what gets me. Because salted caramel. Right. Mm. Holy crap, it's good. Right. So I think they're playing off the saltiness the salty, of the bacon. Yeah, yeah. the salty. And I'm surprised they put the fudge in there, but yeah. I will be you willing ever, to give it a shot. Have you ever had a chocolate bacon or a bacon chocolate bar? No. Oh, really? Okay. Just a, just a go really, to go well, to go to AJ's. Yeah. Okay. And get you can get chocolate covered ba- bacon. Chocolate covered huh. bacon there, and it, oh my wait, god, wait, wait, it's wait. delicious. You can get chocolate covered bacon at AJ's. Yes. I had no idea. Yes. Wow. In their How gourmet, in their just, gourmet, well, he didn't know what jumping the shark meant. So in their ga- yeah. in their gourmet candy section, you can get. Yeah. Wow. It's delicious. AJ right. Basher, it's the whole, it right. it's the whole sweet, salty, crunchy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's oh, okay. The well, good. Then maybe I'm wrong. Maybe so this is totally their it, so. summertime offering, and then they're also going to offer some barbecue type style things and some sweet potato fries and frozen lemonade. But really, who cares? It's all about the bacon Sunday and the fact that basically fast food com- companies are trying to kill us. I think yes. at this point, we it's, can, a, it's an organized. They have now. they have deliberately Completely, gone yeah. into the actually what yeah. they really want to do is render us incapable of moving. 
That's their goal. Yeah. If they render could, us incapable of the moving, right. then, well, delivery. that's just a delivery, exactly. <laughs> delivery bacon Sunday. Mm-hmm. Coming soon to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, when they've Sunday. got drones to deliver them to the yeah. doors for you, then they won't have to worry about a taco it. taco copter. <laughs> they just, the they just want us to not be able to move. They want us to only be able to eat. Yes, the cat copter, <laughs> the delivery oh, copter God. that is a dead yeah. pussycat. All right, so uh, yeah, that's, wrong. that's how you can spend your summer getting... Uh, Becoming a diabetic, yep. basically. <laughs> Wilfred Brimley, diabetes. Yum. So yeah, Burger King, and I guess oh. it's U.S. only. I think from what yeah. I, we're the only fools that would from buy what I've gathered. Yeah, shockingly. Oy. Yeah. Well, so already available in Nashville. So I bet it's going to sweep the South first. You said it should release later this yeah. week. So I'm going to. Of watch course, that. now I'm like kind of hungry. Yeah. <laughs> for, for bacon. For bacon, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I offered of you a no, part no, of a Kit I want, Kat bar. I want something specific, <laughs> yeah. Mm, so here's a fun one yeah. from a very good book. Uh, Ready Player One. Right. From Ernest Klein. If you haven't read it, uh, you should. I can particularly recommend the Audible version, read by Wheaton. Wheaton. Who? Wheaton. And actually, I just finished listening to... Uh, another one read by Will Wheaton from John Scalzi, Red Shirts. Mm. Awesome book. Extremely fun. Um, basically, what would the red shirts on a show like Star Trek do if they realized what was happening to them? <laughs> they just gave me a red shirt. Oh, God, I'm going to die. Pretty much. Basically, <laughs> the, the plot is these people realize through some weird hole in the universe they are living a badly written sci-fi show and they're extras oh wow yeah and it, it scalzi just kind of takes that whole idea and runs with it and it's a lot of fun and and having it read by will wheaton with his history on star trek just kind of adds a little sauce to it um but it was just fun <laughs> you know not an overly challenging book not uh particularly long but i got it on audible and listened to it while driving around to, to jobs this week and Nice. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Awesome. So, yeah, red shirts from John Scalzi. Pick it up now. So, from Ready Player One by Ernest Klein, win a DeLorean by solving a puzzle in Ready Player One. This is from nerdapproved.com, and right. I approve of that <laughs> URL. All right. The book Ready Player One by Ernest Klein is being released in paperback form today. To mark the occasion, Klein has announced a crazy giveaway. If you can solve the puzzles he's planted, you win a DeLorean. Really? From his from Klein's blog, to celebrate the release of Ready Player One trade paperback, I'm holding a contest inspired by the plot of my novel. I've hidden an Easter egg in the text of both the hardcover and paperback editions of Ready Player One. If readers can find the hidden clue, it will lead them to the first of three increasingly difficult video game challenges. The first video game challenge is an Atari 2600 game that contains another Easter egg that will lead you to the second challenge. Completing the second challenge will lead you to the third and final challenge. The first person to complete all three of these challenges will win the grand prize, a 1981 DeLorean automobile complete with a flux capacitor. That's pretty awesome. I'm interested to see just how hard yeah. um, the challenges are. And 
do you have to get a working 2600 and a game cartridge of a particular game, or is it something that's going to be on an emulator? I'm not, right. Not yeah. Entirely I'm, clear. I'm curious to see. Well, I'm, I'm guessing the Easter egg is going to tell you not only the game, but where to play the game. Right. Because if it's something you can either download online or play online, then it would be something that they could actually code. Because I'm doubt, doubtful back in like late 70s, early 80s, they knew to put an Easter egg in to point to a Xbox well, game. I mean, there are Easter eggs <laughs> in games. Right. I mean, there was. Uh, I remember finding the one for Adventure. Mm-hmm. You had to find the hidden dot, and the dot yeah. let you phase through a wall, and you'd find the signature well, or the names right. of the developers in there. Um, but I'm, I'm curious to see once you know someone solves it, yeah, what it was, how hard it was, and because the that's out of the plot of the novel itself, where people in the world game were finding Easter eggs and right. solving problems to win control of the company that runs the game, which basically runs the, the planet the at planet. that point. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a fun... Now, this is only in the print edition. Obviously, yes. Obviously, you can't really have that in the uh, Audible version um, or the Kindle version. So you have to get a paperback edition or hardcover edition. Gee, what a novel way of increasing sales of Dead Tree Editions. Uh-huh. Dead one, Tree Ernie. Editions. There you go. So, Only in the hard copy. Yep. So have fun with that. And I'll be curious to see how that pans out. Don't exactly have time to dedicate to that just now in my life. Yeah, exactly. Other priorities. But I digress. I have not been on this nerdapproved.com site before. Pretty neat, isn't it? It is pretty neat. I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. Nerd I was approved. looking at it. There's one that says, um, obviously, these are um, you know, little uh, tiny URLs. But it was just a little picture of an ad. Has anyone seen my dragons? And this woman creatively posted like the lost and found, like I've lost my dog picture. Right. And it's a picture of her, but she's looking for her dragons. And it actually describes the dragon she's looking for and that it has the little strips at the yeah, bottom it's, it's, where you pull out. Right. And it's got called Jorah. And then it just says, send a raven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't have a phone number. You need to send the raven for it. It's obviously from a book that no, someone it's Danneries. Right. It's, it's, it's from... It's uh, Jorah's Fire. Yeah. 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 Yes. yeah, it's Danneries yeah. looking for her three dragons. Yes, last <laughs> seen in Gar- Korth. Yeah. Karth, uh, an all-expense-paid trip to King's Landing in Westeros, if you actually get the reward. Nice. Um, Send a raven. Three missing baby dragons, yes. Please help me find my dragons. It's really, it's. It, I think it's a picture from the TV show, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. it looks like it's it. From the it's HBO series. Pretty the, funny. The, the white-haired lady. Yeah, the white-haired. Daenerys. Yeah. Yep. Neat. So, yeah, just cute stuff. I'm like, that's neat. Okay, here's from, from the... We saw this coming, and it was inevitable department. From oh, Ars God. Technica, once Microsoft consumed Skype. Yep. Skype calls to feature ads big enough to interrupt any conversation. Deliberately. Duh. Skype has provided a great service for years, keeping us connected with friends and family. But there's always been one thing missing. Marketers interrupting calls with giant display ads. (laughs) Skype is finally fixing that problem with today's launch of a so-called conversation ads that will appear within the calling window during audio calls. Why are they called conversation ads? Because Skype is actually hoping users will discuss the content of the ads during phone calls. In other words, Skype, now owned by Microsoft is hoping to interrupt the normal flow of human conversation with advertisements targeted at users based on their location, gender, and age. This is my favorite part of the article. (laughs) 
Okay, next, go ahead. The whole quote. While on a one-to-one audio call, users will see content that could spark additional topics of conversation that are relevant to Skype users and highlight unique and local brand experiences. Um, said by some guy whose name I'm not even going to bother to pronounce. Skype's Sandhya Ven- <laughs> Venkatachalam. Yeah, wrote Venkata on the company Chalam. blog. So you should think of conversation ads as a way for Skype to generate fun interactivity, their words, not mine, between your circle of friends and family and the brands you care about. Ultimately, we believe this will help make Skype a more engaging and useful place to have your conversations each and every day. Unquote. That's not from an Onion article. That's Skype's official announcement. I need my ladies and, dictionary. Ladies and gentlemen, the future is now here. All those things that we've seen in the movies and stuff where it's all corporate, nah, happy, smiling, and all that crap, it just got here. George Orwell called it first with yes. speak. Yes. I, I'll talk about them. They'll be conversation ads. I won't be talking I'll about be them use, in a I'll nice way. I'll be using mostly four-letter words. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I will be making statements like, please don't buy this because they put this ad on my screen yeah. and mm-hmm. I'm really tired of seeing this sort of stuff. So I'm just telling you right now, person that I'm talking to and everyone else I talk to when I see these ads, don't buy that thing. See, actually, my, my take on it is this. Since it's only going to be on audio calls, right? who actually leaves the Skype app up? while they're talking on an audio call. Right. Oh, that's true. I do minimize they'll, it. Yeah, Whenever I'm on I'll an audio call. I'll never see any of these ads. The last line, in the, <laughs> and the last line in the thing well, is actual phones have never looked so good. But, <laughs> yeah. but they also have said that if you are, like if you're using your um, video functionality, yeah. it's going to put it that's in there. That's my question. If so when I'm on a video call and I'm actually talking to them on video, it's yeah. going the ad's going to take up half the well, screen. Well, no, they, they don't say that in this article unless it's referenced somewhere else. Because this article it says audio, audio only. only. Yes. So if it's vi- if it happens on video, then I think I'll be a little more like, hey, what the, what the hell is this? But mm-hmm. for the audio only, like literally, I connect and it's gone. I'm right. either in a game or I'm right, browsing right, the right. web you or doing something. It. I mean, yeah. I'll never see these stupid ads. So I uh, to me, it's like silly. I'm surprised they didn't start with the video since that's a you know you're obviously going to have that app up in front of your face then. Right. So yeah, interesting. Now, to their credit, there is an opt-out process. Yeah. But it's only for opting out of the personalized right. ads. You'll still get ads. They'll just be generic ads instead of using information about your location and your usage. And you can also opt out by going to their premium service and oh, paying their money. I mean, right. if you want to not see ads that way. Yes. Which, you know. Money solves everything. Again, it's, to me, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, well, you know, it is a free service. So right. I understand their need to make money, but at the same time, Microsoft really could have leveraged Skype and just integrated it into its offerings of products and mm-hmm. made it something that's just cool and there. And you don't have to make money off every single thing you do. You yes, can you actually do. bundle some stuff together and give it as an offering. These, these shareholders will never stand for it. No, yeah, they may not, but they well, won't stand for Windows 8 probably either. So <laughs> It's coming. Yeah. All right. As mentioned earlier... The Apple Worldwide Developers Conference came and went. And from Gizmodo, we have their article, which is titled, Apple Had a Pretty Amazing Day. Yeah. Um, In their opinion, anyway. So the big announcements were the new, improved MacBook Pro, which the upside to these changes in their manufacturing process where they basically glued everything together and soldered everything to the board is a very thin, right. very light. Almost a MacBook Air at that point. You're getting close to the Air, 
but with the full retina display yeah. with all the bells and whistles and a full powered um, Core i7 um, all the bells and whistles and trimmings so that was their their first big announcement was the big deal was the 15 inch retina display showing up on a MacBook so gorgeous display and very powerful MacBook Pro iOS 6 coming soon to a fragmented iOS device. This is the first time they've released a revision of iOS where, depending on what hardware you're putting it on, you get different versions of iOS 6. So iPhone 4S gets the full suite. Right. iPhone 4 gets everything except for Siri. Right. iPad 2 gets everything except for Siri. Siri and one other... Oh, I don't know what the... I knew Siri wasn't on there. Yeah. Um, and the, the 3GS is finally uh, abandoned, which it had a fine run, and it's ancient hardware, and I can give them props for supporting it as long as they did. So in other words, I shouldn't download... It, it won't even offer it to you. iOS 6 on my 3GS. Though. It won't even give you the chance. I guess it's time yeah. for a new phone. <laughs> well, it depends on if you I mean look at the feature list of iOS 6, and you may be like, I'm not missing anything. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the most surprising part of this was the fact that the iPad 1 will not be receiving iOS 6. Right. People were like, right. that thing is not that old. Yeah. It's only and, two years old. And people are looking at this and saying, okay, Apple, Uncle Steve is dead. You're starting to show indications of the evil empire because there's no hardware reason for most of these limitations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, an update to Safari. I mean, the <laughs> iPad 2 is functionally identical to the iPhone 4S. Right. And yet it still doesn't have Siri. Right. There's no technology reason for that limitation. It is all about the bucks. There's really no reason why an iPhone 4 can't handle Siri. It does not, you know, it has a dual core instead of a quad core processor. But anyone who works in development has long since said, really, there's no reason that they shouldn't have released it other than to improve the sales figures for the iPhone 4S. And they're looking again at the iPad 1 and saying, okay, there's really no No, technology reason why it can't run, especially now that they have these tiered versions of iOS 6 where they're shaving off features based on what hardware you're installing it on, why couldn't they have put a version out there that ran everything that would run well in iOS 6 on the iPad 1 other than their reasoning being, no, we want you to retire it, throw it away, because you, we want you to treat our products like use for a couple of, three, couple of years and throw it away. Right. Because our business model depends on that. Hang on. And yes. I want to go back. It says in the article that iOS 6 will be available for iPhone 3GS. Really? It says it will be available for iPhone 4S, iPhone 4, iPhone 3GS, fourth generation iPod Touch, the latest iPad, and iPad 2. So the rumors were right. The first iPad is out of this upgrade. But the 3GS is supported. The phone is being supported. It is is getting a feature-stripped version of it, just like the um, iPad 2 is getting. Where they do, they drop some of the features off of it. And I can't remember the name of that one feature. Hang on, move that. The big one of the big features of iOS six was the FaceTime over three G, 
Mm-hmm. So you no longer have to be on a Wi-Fi hotspot. Not available on the um, iPad 2, unfortunately, which would have been terribly useful. Um, so people are looking at, this, especially the Android fans, saying, aha, fragmentation. Right. Um, where one of the things that plagues Android is because of the wide variety of hardware, there's very little consistency in Android from machine to machine to machine. It's not a consistent experience. This is a version of fragmentation where, depending on what hardware you've got, you may or may not have all the features of the latest version of the OS Right, right. Um, Photo streams, that was the one that was... Now, is there a hardware reason for that or a screen reason for that, a tech reason? Hard to say. I mean, you look at the iPhone 4S and the iPad 2 are the, the poster children for this because... It is basically the exact right. same damn hardware. Right. How can one get it? How can the one other get one? it in the knot yeah. other than it being a marketing decision? Right. And the new iPad, even more so because the new iPad is even more powerful than the 4S, and it still doesn't get Siri. What the right. hell? The, the newest one doesn't? Yeah. Even with iOS 6? Let's double check here. Where's the new Siri? Here? I thought Siri was going on to the iPad 3s. Uh, let's find out here. Don't call it the iPad 3. It's the new iPad. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess they don't want to get like iPad 15. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Um, shinier maps. There it goes. Yeah. In that article, it doesn't mention one way or the okay, other. Okay, which devices are supported? Yeah. Yeah, it says it's supported, but it doesn't say. It doesn't say which. it's limited support. Right. It doesn't yeah. say it's. Yep, yep. So. I so know. Research, research your particular device to see which of the new features you do and do not get. So I remember the being surprised that the my iPad 2 was not going to get this new passbook feature. Let's see. Oh, new it's app. not going to get the passbook either? Allow you to have all your tickets, coupons, airplanes, train, movies, concerts, sports events, gift cards, loyalty cards, whatever, in a single wallet. It's quite pretty and useful. If you have a gift card, for example, it'll show you the card, right. balance after you use it, da 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 um, and that was one of the ones that was going to get fragmented yeah. where only certain devices were going to get passed. Yeah. Up. No, looking online, they, yeah, Siri is going to be on the, the, the new, yeah. the new iPad. The current the iPad okay. will have Siri. Not <laughs> damn time, but the two is still not getting it. No. Though I've heard also, and this wasn't mentioned in the article, that they also cut deals to have Siri start showing up in some automobiles as well. Ooh. Yeah. There's some marketing. So use that as a for voice for like map navigation, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Right. But it actually interfaces to Siri. So, which means if they're doing that, then t- kind of takes away any argument about capacity. Because I know right. originally they were saying, well, we're oh, Siri's kind of getting overwhelmed. We need to fix our infrastructure. That's why we're not releasing it to the iPads. That was their original reasoning. And now it's kind of like, well, that seems out of the water. So now it's just more you just want us to spend money on new devices. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I look at Apple kind of the way I look at sports games. Basically, you skip a year. (laughs) (laughs) You go from an iPad 1 to an iPad 3 is a pretty nice leap in technology. Mm -hmm. And just same way like with phones. If you're going, you you don't go from an iPhone 4 to a 4S. There's just, unless you're a real big Apple file. Otherwise, you know, take take a year off, take a a cycle off, then come back. And then suddenly the amount of upgrades and, and things you get is... Usually, you can argue that it's worth it if you like using the device. Because I know with Daxa using the iPad 1, she would love to have a 3. It, right. It's a big 
speed wise significant change. everything yeah it's a it's a big change me having an ipad 2 going to a 3 it's kind of like yeah it's a prettier screen but i really don't need that right it's not, even it's siri not isn't enough. enough because i get frustrated enough with siri on the stupid phone i, I just be yelling at her then on my ipad so <laughs> that's not so good <laughs> but i digress right and then we yelled at siri a little yeah. bit more like those stupid commercials, man. Like, Siri, tell me about life. And it's like, blah, 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 blah. And I go, Siri, tell me about life. It's like looking it up, looking it up. Here's a definition. I'm like, well, that didn't work the way that the wasn't commercial fun. had it. Why do you like John Malkovich more than you like me? Stupid Siri, yeah. I hate you. Tell me a joke, yeah. Right. Alrighty. We have come up against our final break before the last, the fourth half of the show, which is all about you guys. So warm up your copies of Skype. Point them at VTW shows or go to the front page of VTWproductions.com and look in the lower right-hand corner for the I'm online and get ready to click it. We shall return with your calls right after this.
Hi, this is Will Wheaton from Radio Free Burrito, and you are listening to Versus the World Radio. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Nerds with opinions. Casually Hardcore continues live on Versus the World Radio, vtwproductions.com. .com. And we've got our first caller on the line. Welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? Or not. Hello. I can hear microphone movement, but I can't hear noise. Mm. Can they hear us? Check test one, two. Can you hear me now? Good. Time for Gnomewise to check the Skype settings. <laughs> and then there was silence on the air. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. There was a kind so of So people silence. tune in for oh. checking Skype settings. Exactly. That's yeah. what the happens. excitement Some. of it. Mm. Let's see what happens when we select the right microphone input on Skype. Hello, you're on the air. Welcome to Casual Harker. Who's calling? This is true. Hey, true. Hey, true. true. How long we were talking to you when you couldn't hear a word we were saying? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I sent you a message saying, I'm not hearing you guys moving around back there, so mm-hmm. I'm not sure what's going on. No, that was Skype defaulting to the onboard microphone instead of the Alesis mixer board. Oh, it, it has been beaten into submission. <laughs> Stupid Skype. Stupid Skype. And it's all Microsoft. Show me fault. your ads. Yes. And therefore we beat it. Yes. So, Apple still wowing you, or have they become a bit of a yawn? What's your opinion on the, the news from WWDC this year? I wouldn't quite say jump the shark, but I'm definitely saying they're getting to the tail fins on the car type, type ah, stuff at this point. So, the, the add ons are not as compelling as the V12 engine they used to give us now. It's got chrome. And fins on the back of the car that it's, a, it's like, a, like a spoiler on the back of a front wheel drive vehicle. Yeah. Well, and on the subject of this, one thing is I think the reason they're toning down the iOS on the older models is they don't want to repeat what happened with iOS 5 on the 3Gs. If you remember, the little CPUs could not handle it, and it, the phones would, hey, I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying. So, because there is a hell of a processor difference between a 3GS and a 4S as being someone who's owned yes. both. No, I, <laughs> I understand the you know, the A1 versus the A4 processor. Small difference. Uh, wee, tiny. Wee, tiny. Like, mm. ge- generationally huge differences in processing power. So, I get it. Um, I suppose I should be applauding them for you know, attempting to support in a limited way their older stuff, but I'm... Being cynical about it, just that, just because they're shaving features off for no technology reason, rings untrue to me. Where my iPad 2 should have had Siri the day the 4S launched, and for no good reason, still doesn't have it. Yeah, well, there was a Siri app that worked on the iPad 2, so I can definitely say there, though. I believe Apple did come out and say, well, there's a voice processing chip or something in the 4S and the 2012 iPad that the previous ones don't have, but if, if the app version could do it, and like Dragon, the Dragon app can do it, um, I don't think that's completely kosher. Yeah, the I mean Siri was purchased by Apple. It was a freestanding app that worked on all the iOS devices and worked fine ah. before Apple consumed them. And the day Siri launched in beta, they pulled the version off the App Store that worked on all the others, and it will never be. It will never return. Wow. So, yep. yeah, evil. Um, so, not quite jump the shark, but uh, I think they're, they're just bolting on less than compelling stuff these days. 
Yeah, they got to figure out what to do next until we get holographic screen technology or a whole heck of a lot more bandwidth on the cell networks. I don't know how much more they can do. Yeah. Until someone comes up with a clever idea, it's like, oh, well, let's make the phone do this. It's like, right now it's, uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, I can't really think of much more to do with that. wouldn't be either a major bandwidth hog or a major battery eater. So maybe they're just hit that magic point where it's like, okay, we've run out of good ideas. We need to wait till we have another good idea. As a consumer, I mean, what more can you, what can we come up with that we would want it to do? Right. Uh, well, I mean, right now we're still buying add-ons for things like iPads and, and phones where we're, you know, buying the attachable keyboards and things like this. I wouldn't mind a projection keyboard that projected actually it works. onto and then yeah. use the Connect motion capture, mm-hmm. right, to actually grab my grab me typing on the projected keyboard so I could actually go without a keyboard. There have been attempts at um, that. Um, I think that uh, flexible displays... Um, I also think that incorporating in some of the technologies with uh, heads-up displays, the augmented reality glasses, Google glasses, will be an interesting um, place for us to go. But the next things are really, in my mind, the integration of the the input-output technology. So I don't need an iPad and an iPhone and a laptop. I have one device, and it's equally powerful, and I can use it to stream media and read and be my phone and be my computer as well. And there are attempts at that. The, yeah. The, um, well, but we're just not there yet. We're not there in power consumption or battery or well, input-output But I think also just or, form factor. How do you yeah. make something like that that matches? Because you may want your device to be the iPad size to do your work, to have it as a phone, to do everything. I may want it to be a laptop size because I want a bigger Personal screen. Personal preference. So, yeah, I mean, it's really hard to say one device to fit all because really an iPhone pretty is close. I mean, it doesn't do, like, word processing so well, but it's possible to do it mm-hmm. on there. But a lot of people would say, I'm not going to do that on that Tiny small little screen. screen. That's right. Crazy. Well, that's why you so. need projection technology yeah. both ways. It needs to both project the, the keyboard, the but keyboard also and also project the yeah. screen onto something yeah. or flexible displays nice, or something else that you could use with it. And you'd have a nice three-hour battery life. Well, and that's just it, is you need the, the power consumption. <laughs> right. We have a problem with batteries right, right. now. Uh, that, hopefully, that the, These yeah. are some of the primary things. I mean, it's the screen that takes all the power on the, the iPhone. That and the radios. Yeah, radios screen are, and radio, yeah, data transmission. But the yeah. the lithium air batteries are promising to be fairly revolutionary. We'll see here in the next little bit if they deliver. So yeah. I, I think, Apple you know, that's... To, go ahead, sorry. Apple needs to put a couple of those billion dollars of money it's got lying around into uh, buying a couple of battery companies and get like and then go full freaking hog, uh, saying, "Find us a new solution." Yep. Oh yeah, I mean they've got the uh, they've got to do that, and I do think they need to address kind of some of these these new both voice recognition and and just integration, because there's a lot of opportunity out there, but we don't know what form factor is going to stick yeah. for most of us. We shall um, see. And so, yeah, we'll see. All right, True, your time has come to the curb. You shall be kicked. Thank you for calling in. And we'll catch you Bye. next time. Yay! And young Sean Caster joins us on the air now. How are you doing? It's Sean Caster. I'm doing pretty good. What's your opinion on Apple? They're still wowing you? They're kind of humming you? What's your what's your? Well, feeling after that article, I think it's official that with the death of Uncle Steve, they have jumped the shark because now it's all about the money for them. It certainly now, seems to be showing in some money. areas. 
They want us to throw away the yeah. old, buy the new, and they're going to force us that direction by only giving us the sexy new features on the newest. Well, I, I think the thing that compelled me that direction, though, was we were talking before the show about how everything in the new MacBook is completely soldered in place and the batteries glued in and everything is so that you can't upgrade your RAM. You can't change anything without actually taking it in and, and replacing. I mean, it is, I, I believe Nomai said, it has go way written all over it mm -hmm. for someone who actually <laughs> wants to do their own kind of maintenance. Apple doesn't right. want it just you in there. goes to show that, hey, Apple doesn't want your money. If well, no, they don't want you want in their stuff. They computer. want you to buy the new one. Or if your battery goes dead, they want you to give them $200 to do the replacement. Right. Because, number one, you're not going to have the wacky tools to get the screw heads off. And number two, the battery's glued in place in such a way that when you pull it out, it severs the cable to your trackpad. So you're screwed no matter no what. No loss is there. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, uh -huh. it's, it's an interesting approach where... It's a new phase of the walled garden. Mm-hmm. Just, we'll take care of everything for you. Yeah. If you want a new one, we'll give you a new one. But don't Just upgrade this old one. Just pay us the money. Mm -hmm. don't, don't, well, and don't, don't think for yourself. Don't try and rethink our design. Right. Don't try and change or rethink our this. design. We got it. It's optimized. It is everything perfect. Um, it is not for tinkerers and... It is not for you. Well, no, it's just not for tinkerers and not for people who are in that kind of early adopter who'll take 80% and then, you know, kind of jury rig the other mm -hmm. 20 um, to get what they want out of it. Yep. So. And that's what the great thing about this 17-inch customized gaming thing I have laying on my bed. I can pull the battery out of it and put a new one in it. Or like I can a girlfriend? The RAM. Is that... <laughs> no, that's the laptop. No. <laughs> Well, when when you're 15, that can also be classified as girlfriend. But anyway, 15 anymore, actually. <laughs> Get it right, man. That was last June. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, happy birthday then. Yeah. We had another birthday in the meantime. All um, right. So thank you for sharing your opinion. I think there is there's definitely some argument there. We are seeing Apple go through its change over as it goes from from. You know the the reign of Steve Jobs and into well, I wonder what if, if Uncle Tim Steve Cook were still alive, about. if we if it would be any different, because um, the Probably. big question is, what else? I don't know. Would Steve do? <laughs> I don't know that Steve has ever shown us that he was really all that interested in you modifying the la the no, laptop either. So he wasn't. I don't no. think this is exactly against his vision or anything. No, I mean you look at the iPod and yeah. the iPhones like no 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 go away do not touch. This I is mean, not right. for you. Yeah, so right. I think it's it's following true. Now again, I I still would say I think we talked about this offline is that you're I would say August is where you're going to see something that's a more of a wow announcement. I Here's think the hoping. iPhone 5s, and I think you may see the, the ITV. ITV. And I think right. that will be when people go, oh, wow, okay, maybe the Apple still has some juice. And I personally, I, being somebody who has a dead MacBook Pro at home because the display is dead and I just haven't bothered to get it fixed for the 300 bucks or whatever, mm -hmm. those new MacBook Pros are sexy as hell in my book. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. God, yeah. No, I'm I agree. Sorry. I don't care. I, personally, I don't ever have any desire to go into my, a laptop. Yeah, be that's, uh, speaking as a current or, MacBook Pro user, yeah. Aside from being able to put more RAM in it, yeah. I really don't have any desire. If I want to do that, I'll go build myself a PC, which exactly. it looks like I'm going to have to for 
Mac while you're online. Yeah, so I'll, right. I'll get my Jones doing that. Right. But for my MacBook Pro, no, I'll just leave well, the way it is. Well, and I would, I, okay. I tend to not muck in in exactly. laptops either. Yeah. I tend if I'm doing a laptop, it's a it's an all in one. For me, the the thing that I don't like is the fact that it's a proprietary solid state drive and it's small. Depends on which, so you can get multiple sizes. Yes. What's the biggest you can get? Seven, almost seven fifty. Seven fifty. Yeah, gigs. gigs. Okay. For a lot of money. Yeah. No, eighteen hundred. Additional. Additionally, that's just for the drive. Thirty-seven hundred for that laptop. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) So the fact that it's a proprietary one, right? And it's something that I can't upgrade. If I'm going to use this as my primary machine, which is not uncommon these days, use your portable as your main machine, that capacity could be limiting for a lot of people. For what? Anyone who's doing any kind of video, audio, anything. I mean, I have clients that routinely have terabytes of data. That's why you get a plug-in drive. Well, and on or the upside, it does have a Thunderbolt connection. Yeah, so you can have right. a really high performance, but doesn't that it kind of defeat the purpose the of the all-in-one point. laptop? Well, right. mm-hmm. you got to work. Apple has chosen this design, design right. path. Time will tell if, if they have chosen poorly right. or if they have chosen well, if they, wisely. If they struck where we've all begun In, using cloud-based storage, right. it doesn't matter. Exactly. In the meantime, for people who have that specific application that they want to use the computer for, mm-hmm. then they need to find a workaround. Uh, an, aux- an auxiliary drive... Yeah, that go perfectly. Yeah. You can get them reasonably inexpensive. You can get them now in absolutely gigantic sizes. Yeah. Two or three gigs, or I'm sorry, terabytes, terabytes. now. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you have more than one. You're just a little organized about it. And if it's going to be something that you're going to be using it at your office, at your desk, then you leave those, unplug those drives when you leave at night and leave them in the desk locked up and then you mm-hmm. off you go. Or you have space in your bag for them, whatever, because they're not much larger than a phone these days. Right. They can be very tiny. The, yeah, they can be very small if you want to play the money, pay the money. But there's workarounds. Yeah. There's a way around everything. So, all right, welcome to the show, Mister Person typing in the background. Who's calling? Darahas. Hey, Darahas, hey. you have a very loud keyboard. Did you know that? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> I I want to go back. I think it's funny because Gizmodo has has. Uh, it looks like weird, um, places where it's not talking about itself. Um, the 15-inch MacBook Pro starts at 1,800. The 13-inchers start at 1,200. Right. Yes. 1,800 for a 256-ish gig, gig. Right. solid-state yeah. drive. Right, solid-state drive. Okay, so what was interesting about it was it did say in the other article that it'll run up to 3,750. Right. Yes. So, um, so you're going somewhere between 1,200 and $4,000. That's if you're putting all your, the high-end stuff right, in if it. If you're putting everything Maximum at the top end. Maximum amount of RAM, biggest SSD, yeah. um, right. all the bells and whistles. Yeah. So, Dara Haas, what's your take on the whole um, Apple and Shark moment? If we're going to go a whole hog with the jumping the shark, Apple is now Fonzie stepping on the skis, getting ready to jump the shark. Okay. They're, they're, <laughs> they're getting close to it, I feel. With all so these you, up- you agree with, uh, I think, True earlier, basically saying, yeah. well, they're, they're bolting the fins on the car now at this point, and it's, a, it's a do, do nothing close. add-ons. So the, you're opening that, uh, what... what you're with Grail, hoping that August brings us something compelling. Because if they don't, then yeah. you can really say, ooh. Okay. Well, I wouldn't even say that. I mean, I personally, I'm 
personally compelled by this new MacBook Pro. It's oh, sexy as hell, and yeah. I would like it. Now, is it a great leap in innovation? No. But do, what, do I need a leap in innovation every time Apple gets up on a stage? No. I just need them to keep doing stuff that's that's interesting to me. And in this case, I was very interested in what they, they did. Nothing was revolutionary, but a lot of little fixes in my mind. Well, I mean, the, new form factor, yeah. And the retina display is a bigger deal than you might think because it it is really, amazing it is a choice piece of technology if you have the means <laughs> i highly recommend picking one up um that and the don't underestimate the power of going to a solid state drive which i think grail can attest oh yeah to. It's sexy as hell. As far as and, performance. And, and again, from size-wise, I have two uh, solid-state drives, each 200 gigs. I've had no issues. And your gaming rig. Yeah. Because then I have offline storage. Or not mm-hmm. offline, but I have NAS Secondary. storage. Yeah. So, I mean, I, again, I don't know. I mean, what? so where do you, where are you falling in this then, Darhas? I think Apple has the ability to create something truly unique but they have to work for it. And right now it's not showing like they're, they're just upgrading everything. They're not working on something breathtaking. Well, it's, uh, it feels like, you know, this is the iPhone 4S again. It's the yeah. iteration, not the innovation. Yeah. So yeah, here's hoping that August timeframe brings us something sexy. Yeah. Well, I mean, and uh, from my standpoint also, I would say, I really want this MacBook Pro. Mm-hmm. I have an iPad. I would like an iPhone, but Daxa has an iPhone. I mean, I don't know how much more innovation my wallet can handle at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. And true. Oh, absolutely the hilarious. I don't care about you know all the iterations because I'm still stuck with a iPod Shuffle. That's like first generation. Hey. I loved my iPod Shuffle. It's gone missing. Yes, it, my little baby blue one has gone missing. It is Very sad. still working after all these years, but it's it's not in good condition. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it, but it's taken a beating and it's still working. Right. So the, oh, the, yeah. Well-designed solid-state electronics. Yeah. I mean, I, it was funny. I was at a friend's house last night who still is running an iPad first-generation brick, mm-hmm. and it still works. Yeah. I mean, it's like a 10-year-old device. What? I mean iPod. iPod, I'm sorry. Now iPod, yeah, the the original iPod. And it still runs, does all his music, does everything he wants it to do. It's like, that, what runs for 10 years? Right. <laughs> yeah, that's... And that's really what it boils down to, is if the piece of technology does what you want it to do still after all these years, why do you need to upgrade? Mm-hmm. I've got a first-generation Nook e-reader at home. Right. And I somebody else walked in to the store and Thumbelina was telling me about this walked into a Barnes and Noble with the first gen- it was my brother as a matter of fact walked in with his first generation one now he was in the Bahamas for seven years and couldn't use it because they wouldn't download books Barnes and Noble wouldn't out to an country. out of the country IP, IP address right. so mm-hmm. he walked in there with a brand new one so his has gotten considerably less usage than a normal Nook would like mine does mm-hmm. mine still works great yeah. so he walked in there and one of the clerks stopped him Oh my God, is that a first generation Nook? Uh, yeah. yeah, actually it is. Why? Does it still work? Yeah, here, you want to play with it? Yeah, actually I would. And the guy was amazed that the thing still worked, but 
my brother doesn't need to he doesn't need to buy a nook tablet he doesn't need to buy one of the i'm right i want one of the new the nook touch with the light in it that's the one i want yeah oh so yeah that's the only Bedtime reason i'm trading that's <laughs> the only reason i'm trading mine in my original one and i'm actually going to take my original one because it still works just fine and send it to lake havasu and mm-hmm. give it to roadblock so that his daughters can use it right and say here take this it still works fine all mm-hmm. you need to do is and his wife's already got one so it's like just set him up a barnes noble account and knock yourself out right. so yeah for what they want to use it yeah the piece of even mine even yeah. me the piece of equipment works just fine it does exactly what i want it to do i yeah. just yeah i want something a little smaller and lighter and sexier and You'll have to let me know how that backlight works, whether or not it, it actually goes really low. Um, because I haven't, in the, uh, in the, the dark, point, you really don't need that much. So, like, I'll turn the iPad all the way down, right. you and can, it's still too I bright I know there's a way. I've All it's got is a little N on the front of it, because I played with the mm-hmm. ones in the store. And you push that for two seconds, and a light comes on. There is an adjustment where you can vary the level, the light level for the environment that you're in. I just haven't. I don't know how to do it, because I haven't played well, You're going to have to let me know when yeah, you I'll get it one, over. because I'm, I I'll have bring it over. Kindles I have a feeling everywhere. I might be getting one tomorrow. So. But... I'll uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll bring it the next time I'm over here if I have it. So, yeah, my my nighttime reading technology is a lamp next to my bed and a wife that doesn't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the truth see, is that it, 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 it sadly that doesn't work because my yes. husband does care. Yeah, I know. See, you gotta trade. That's the model you need to trade in. Man. <laughs> Keep the Kindle. <laughs> oh. Keep talking, white boy. <laughs> All right, Tarhas, thank you for calling. I'm going to kick you to the curb. Make oh, room for others. Oh, one second. Um, can I ask something? Sure. Of course it. you can. Um, if I were to send you something to listen to, it, could you listen to it and give me criticism? I'll, I would send it in an email. Oh, we can criticize. More about yeah. We're, We're yeah, pretty good experts, with criticizing, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. You, send it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Send it on into the uh, ch at vtwproductions.com address. That's what okay. we all have access to. Thank you. Not a problem. And we will catch you next time. Uh, oh, wait. From the Black Void. From the Black Void. Yeah, Pussar says she took her uh, Gen 1 iPad to the Apple Store to get it kick-started. Yeah. Or iPod, I'm sorry. iPod, Gen 1 iPod to the Apple Store to get it kick-started. The battery had died. And the clerk said that it was dead beyond repair. She asked him to dispose of it safely, and he asked if they could keep it for their, quote, evolution of the iPod, unquote, showcase. She says it's still there on display to this day skull candy sticker on the back and everything. Awesome. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, and welcome to Casually Hardcore. You're on the air. Who's calling? This is Deus X. How are you guys? Deus, Deus how are you doing? how are you? <sighs> Tired. <laughs> wow. <sighs> and what are your opinions on today's call-in topic? Well, I didn't. I had to follow. Well, I think that you can innovate, innovate small, and still get away with a lot of stuff. That's how Apple has done over the years. But you don't. You don't have to. I mean, it was said you don't have to necessarily have a big jump in innovation every time Apple steps on stage to announce something. We've gotten spoiled, yeah. and our expectations well, are set pretty high. I think everybody keeps waiting for the next Big. iPhone, iPad-type announcement. Right. And, and ITV. Like, or they expect that. that every time, that there's going to be an announcement like that. And it's just... The media well, it's Apple, hypes it up. Uh, it, oh, yeah, yeah, it's Apple being a victim of its own success. Yes. Really, is exactly what it is. What have you done for me lately? Exa- yeah, exactly. Well, for the money that I'm going to spend on you, yeah, that is pretty much the attitude. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, I've gotten the, my money's worth out of my MacBook Pro and then some, but still. 
Yes. But yeah, I think you're right though, that the expectation of a world changing innovation every single time is completely unrealistic. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, uh, I, get it. I was about to say I something agree. along those lines too. And the innovating small is probably is a more sustainable model. Um, and they've crept up on us with things before that on their surface didn't look like that big of a deal. And then turned out to be a big deal. And once you played with it. Played with it and tried. Until you experienced it. Yeah, and had that moment of, ooh, hey, this is really kind of cool. I didn't know I couldn't live without it until I had it. Right. TiVo. Yes. TiVo, exactly. TiVo. (laughs) That was my, that was my, like the last time that I well, and really truly experienced. And that's no, that's, that's going to be Kindle. that's going to be different for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a very highly personal thing. Oh yeah, that's Apple's a very individual thing. Has found a way to have lots of small features like that that appeal to different people for different things. Like, I didn't think that Photo Stream, which is the feature on iOS devices, if you group everybody together on the same Apple ID, when you take a photo on one device, it very shortly thereafter Probably is on all of them. Yeah. Right. I looked at that and I was like, eh. And now that I've experienced it, I'm like, okay, this is pretty damn sexy. Yeah, no, it's really nice. It is more useful and more fun than you might think just reading about. It's like, you read about it, like, uh, mm-hmm. okay, I guess. And then iCloud. Surface, like, okay, cloud-based storage, kind of the big buzzword until you need to restore a device and having the automated once a day backup just kind of magically happen in the background and you'd never had to tether it to your computer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's fairly sexy in a kind of subtle way that you don't realize until you have to use it. And then you're really, really freaking happy that it's there and you didn't have to mess with anything. Right. So I think, is that the kind of small innovation you're, you're talking about Deus? Yeah, and um, can we have a moment of silence for the 17-inch MacBook Pros? Yes. Since they're no longer going to be around. Considering, yeah, considering I own one, yes, we do need to do that. They're gone for now simply because 17 inch, 17-inch retina panels don't exist yet. I expect they will They will stage a return at some point in the future once they start producing. That being said, I have mine, when I'm at home anyways, I have mine leashed to my your DVI screen. My 26-inch DVI screen. So uh, it's really, the loss isn't really that big of a deal, but still. I, I have to admit that, that I, I saw that and I was like, oh, well, that's too bad. But at the same time, my 15-inch is plenty, actually. For a portable. For a portable. Yeah. No, well, I mean, my portable is my desktop. This is true. Yeah. I, I operate off of my laptop. And yes, I have a dual screen at work and I can plug it in. But broadly speaking... I have 15 inches that I work with all the time. Especially with the 15-inch retina where it's going to be that much sharper. Don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I knew I could count I know I'm just as guilty as... I didn't even have my mouth near the microphone. It was the having 15 inches to work with that yeah. got me. I, I held out as long as <laughs> I could. No, she no, said no. <laughs> Do you feel proud? Are you... Are no, you feeling well? That was oh, well done. Yeah, I was gonna say it wasn't. You didn't say it really like in the nicest way. If you're insinuating gnomes proud, it's like I only had the 15 inches to work with, and you know, I guess I, I, I make do. <laughs> <laughs> to which I say, penis. Yeah. Oh, you guys are I'm so su- pitifully sad. I'm surprised we lasted as long as we did. To be honest with you, penis.
Uh, and now we've completely devolved. Penis, penis, penis. All, all I can say is I can't say anything to that. Silence! I'm okay. a little red in the face. Cause, a little? Yeah. Only when I talk about you, dear. Oh, yeah. Moving right along. All right, off yep. we go. Barry says head desk. Head desk, indeed. And yes, very much so. With and that, it's the end of the it's show. It's the end of the show. <laughs> Emperor's going to be wondering when the hell we're going to hand over. Thank you for calling in, and we will catch you. Thanks, guys. Take Talk care. to you later. Oh, yeah. Bye. All right, let's wrap this up so that the Emperor's Court may begin. Your three-hour break from internet porn is inbound. Stay tuned right after the conclusion of Casually Hardcore, which is, well, next. So you have been listening to Casually Hardcore live on Versus the World Radio. Check us out on the web at vtwproductions.com. Go to the Shows tab and check out all the fine shows on the network. You will be glad that you did. I have been Gnomewise. I've been Iolate. I've been Gnora. And I've been Grail. We will not be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. We will, in fact, be doing the live streaming of Nerdtacular on Saturday and no show on Sunday, returning the week after. Some of us will. Some of the others of us will be in Chicago. Yep. Have fun. Oh, yeah. We are, in fact, out of here. Bye-bye, radio people.